Okay, well, 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 welcome back, friends. Um, here I am, and let's get cracking. Uh, I was listening to a podcast yesterday in the car, and it was uh, back and forth between um, a Christian guy and uh, a non-Christian dude. And uh, there was a few points that came up that are pretty standard um, apologetical points from the Christian side that I just wanted to throw my two cents behind um, and kind of hash out and I don't know, see what you think about them. Um, I think they're pretty bad reasonings and they're these unfalsifiable claims that uh, certain aspects of fundamentalist religion, doesn't matter which one it is, always do, right? Uh, you create this kind of thought circle that cannot be falsified in any way. So uh, one of them was um, that if a Christian loses his faith, then that means that they were never a real Christian to begin with. And this comes from a couple of passages in the New Testament and some stuff in the old about uh, how God takes the heart of flesh, sorry, God takes our hearts of stone and he makes them hearts of flesh. So if God changes your heart, then it's impossible for you to um, leave the religion because joining the religion was actually your heart being transformed as a supernatural event. So that if somebody claims that they were a Christian and then reneges on that and bounces, they would point to that and go, well, clearly his heart was never transformed by God because once God changes your heart, you can't change that back because it's not a decision you made with yourself. Like you didn't transform your heart. God did it. So if God does it, it's not going to get undone. Now, I don't even know where to begin with uh, just how unfair that whole statement is, right? Um, that the reason you are not this is because you were actually never that in the first place. Um, the first, my first issue with it is uh, good luck defining what a true Christian is, right? Because that whole thing stands on the basis that you weren't a real Christian to begin with. Whatever you were was some, you were something, but you weren't a real Christian. And that's proven by the fact that you've now left. Uh, fuck. I mean, what's a real Christian? Like, think about it. It cannot be defined because no one agrees. <laughs> and not only are there thousands of different sects and versions of Christianity just existing today, what about what Christianity has been in history and in the past? Was literally everybody wrong until just a couple of years ago? Like, come on, it's just mental. So. You know, to say that somebody wasn't a real Christian and that's why they've now left, it's a very, I think it's quite a safety blanket um, because it mean it makes real Christianity unfalsifiable, right? Like, there's no way that somebody was a real Christian and then left because if that happened, we'd actually have to really seriously think about why they left. And if they had good reasons, we might join them. But if you blanket it with... You were never one in the first place. Um, and so, yeah, you were just a wolf in sheep's clothing or you were insecure or you 
whatever you were in our church, you know, God never transformed your heart. Um, and that just really hurts me, I think, because it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Um, it's really arrogant and narrow-minded. And uh, it wasn't my experience at all. And um, I think a lot of my Christian friends that are now non-Christians, I think feel the same way. It's like a real kick in the gut. It's like saying, oh yeah, that decade I spent preaching the gospel, worshipping, praying, loving God, reading my Bible, door knocking, making tracts, visiting the poor, spending time with, you know, convicts. I mean, whatever, like everything I did and my own personal devotion to God, my love for worship, uh, the countless hours I would spend in his presence. Oh yeah, I guess all of that was just, I don't know, not real. Uh, and whatever you do is real because you're still in the religion, but I am like, it's just really unfair. And um, it's a pointless thing to say because it can't be proven, like, and it can't be unfalsified. Um, and so that was the first thing there that I thought, wow, that's, that's really painful to hear because I absolutely was a real Christian. Um, I experienced the Holy Spirit and just, li- I don't know, everything that my small little modern version of Christianity deemed was true Christianity. I was all of those things. There's currently now tons of different versions of Christianity that deem different things to be real Christianity. But my little version of that Christianity would just say that everyone else is wrong and we've got the best interpretation and we just get it the best, which is narrow-mindedness beyond anything I can explain. It's just mental. Um, And so, yeah, I have a real problem with that, right? Um, I was a real Christian and I'm not whatever I was then for really good reasons. Uh, It's not because I'm an asshole. It's not because I'm jaded. It's not because... Like, it's just because of really good reasoning. And yeah, so... But this isn't just about me. I just think in general that apologetic is very weak and it shouldn't be used because what is real Christianity anyway? All every Christian will just disagree, even on that point. Uh, What was another one that they mentioned? Another one was... Let me just think. I've just forgotten it now. Look at my notes here. Hang on. Um, um, um. Oh, yeah. Um... Uh, if, uh, like, uh, okay, it's a sentence, um, it's not a religion, it's a relationship. Christianity isn't a religion. And it is, though. It actually just totally is a religion. Um, that's really semantics and wordplay, but it is a religion. Uh, it happens in a church, there's tax exemptions. It has a holy book, it has tons of objective truths and moral codes and it's a religion so the reason a lot of people say this and I used to say this all the time as well is because and it's the angle is like the motive is right in a sense it's trying to take the focus off of dogmatic cold repetitious ritual and put it on what those things are actually existing for which is to create an intimate, real, personal relationship with God. And so oftentimes people will say, no, real Christianity. And this this kind of has to happen because there's just so many versions of it. 
but real Christianity isn't a religion because it's not about all this outward stuff. It's a relationship with God. Um, and it is sweet and it is beautiful. And a lot of the focus of modern Christianity is that personal relationship with God, which is really nice, which is why I was one for so long. Um, because I felt like I had this really personal actual relationship with this deity and it made me feel love and I was so addicted and loved that feeling of God so much uh, so I will agree like that was what drew me in or that was what kept me going it was my relationship with God it wasn't all the external stuff but we can't actually say that Christianity blanket isn't a religion it's a relationship because it is a religion and around that intimate relationship with God come thousands of little rules and rituals you follow and ways that you speak and people that you love and things that you do and work that you have and like there's a lot underneath all of that um, whereas I think if you say that to an outsider like oh it's not a religion it's a relationship the picture it paints is like oh okay there's like no rules and there's no that's cool it's like just this spiritual kind of wow I sit on my carpet and I like feel God and then we like zen out and then I float off and it's like this cool intimate zen thing but there's none of the bullshit attached like no that's not what that means there's all the bullshit attached like there's tons of bullshit attached it's not just that personal thing you might feel uh, you better wear some longer shorts because your legs are too slutty in those and you better stop taking those substances because they're evil and don't swear because that's bad for some reason um definitely don't fall in love with anyone of the same gender because that's a huge no-go um give plenty of your money to christian stuff uh you better evangelize uh, you better save people from hell and you should feel a deep pressure within you and a deep weight of the reality of most of the human race burning in hell and you, you that should propel you to the heartbeat of your life should be to stop that from happening and to rescue as many people you can etc etc add on a million other things it, there's a lot attached to this pure it's just a relationship with god thing um another one was, what was another one? Uh, oh yeah hate hate the sin and not the sinner um which is impossible to do in a way i do kind of get it I do kind of get it so you know it's the idea that who people are and what they do are kind of separate so um but it's even thinking about it it's so dumb like oh yeah you murdered and that's really bad but you're still really like lovely so we like i love you but don't murder so I'll, I'll condemn the murder but love you like practically that's impossible like no like people do what they are and the reason people do things is because of who they are in a certain situation it's not you can't separate the two so it's sort of impractical right it's um yeah like yeah you murdered that person which is bad and now you're gonna go to jail so you're gonna be punished for what you did because what you did is a reflection of who you are uh, to say that oh, I really condemn that murder but 
you don't need to go to jail because I love you is crazy. Uh, they, you can't unlink those things. And I think it's a really impractical, like, no, if you're going to be consistent or if you're going to use the term sin, even um, hate the sin and like punish the sinner. Right. Um, yeah. It, uh, uh, otherwise, it doesn't really work. Not in like a not in a way that is consistent across every possible scenario of this um we can't we can't separate who we are and what we do you do what you are and you are what you do in a way and that's okay i don't think sin exists so that term to me is now silly in a way but um people are responsible for what they do and that reflects who they are and then we judge them based on that it doesn't need to be too complex but those were three three kind of things that came up there that i found um, just interesting. I remember using all of them. I remember saying all of them and hearing them now. I think of just how silly they feel to me now, uh, because sin is just an arbitrary construct, like everything. Do you know what I mean? It, just us. We're just human beings figuring this shit out. And um, yeah, so there were my two cents. Uh, it's a religion. It's a religion. It's not just a relationship. Let's get real. Okay, uh, that's all I really have for now. But feel free to comment. Um, I don't know if you want to chat about this stuff. If you care about why, if you actually want to like discuss with me what what happened, <laughs> and uh, please do. I've always been really passionate about all of these topics when I was a Christian and now when I'm not. Like my passion can't change. Uh, I was a preacher then and I'm a preacher now. That's not going to change. And we get a sense of cathartic joy from speaking about things that we care about and things that we're passionate about. And so I love talking about this stuff and I, I enjoy expressing how I'm thinking because I think it's important um, and because on a personal level... Um, just like the Christian would probably love to plant seeds in a way that would hopefully lead to salvation, I would love to plant some doubts that would hopefully lead to emancipation and freedom. And I think that's a beautiful goal. Whether I'm right or wrong is up to all of us to decide and figure out on our own. You might totally disagree with me, which is absolutely fine. But um, there is a wonderful liberation and freedom that comes from leaving behind mythology, dogma, and thought control and to be genuinely free um, to kind of live in the world as a human with other humans and not have all this crazy invisible bullshit hanging all around everything when there's just no good evidence for it at least none that I think and anecdotal evidence to me doesn't count because if what we feel and what we experience is enough to prove that what we believe is true then everyone's at a stalemate because every single person in every religion probably has a story or stories about miracles and anecdotes and how I feel and Allah this and Buddha that and energy this and crystals that and it's just dumb. So we can't. Like there's got to be more than just anecdotal experience, I believe. And so it's a really awesome thing. Like if you're really fundamentally religious still, that's awesome. Like do you. Um, but... I don't think you have to be. And I know I was, and I think that what I believed isn't true. And I used to think that it was true. And 
it's been a lovely experience stepping into the real world. It's amazing. And I lost a lot doing that. That wasn't easy for me. This hasn't been... I'm not some villain that like rose up like fucking Godzilla and started destroying belief systems. And I'm not some murderous evil thing. Um, I died to get here. And um, it was the hardest thing in the world for me. It took a lot of humility. It took a lot of sacrifice. It took a lot of honestly staring into reality, as petrifying as that was for everything it would mean I would lose. But I, I've always valued honesty and truth above everything else in the world. And it was always, it's been my mantra for, since I met Roman Albert, really. I remember vocalizing that mantra of mine or, and it was always that the, the truth is more valuable than anything it destroys. And I used to use that all the time in regards to my Christian beliefs. And that same kind of sentence led me out of them because the truth is really what matters to me. Um, and it's beautiful and it doesn't matter how hard or terrifying. It doesn't matter what we lose for it. I'm telling you from personal experience, being honest and true is the best. And once you stand up from the rubble and the smoke clears and you kind of dust yourself off and you realize like, oh, wow, this is terrifying because I have to start everything over again and you feel very alone. It's worth it. It's worth it. And um, it's worth it, I think, because it's just true and it leads to a lot of really beautiful things. Okay, I love you. And uh, thanks for listening. If you hated it, just block me or whatever. It's totally fine. Um, It's just good. It's good release for me, I think. Okay, bye.